Hello guys, uh, MBA Performance Studios coaches truly believe that sport and fitness need to be athlete-centered. That's why we have decided to expand our field of view to commit for all the athletes who are eager to know more. That's right, everything we do here is based on knowledge. So when you have a question, you ask, and if we have an answer or maybe more answers, we will respond. Otherwise, make, we will make sure that we do our homework and then we will get back to you. This is our podcast, BR Wars. I'm Coach Tommaso, and I'll be your host today. Okay, welcome to BR Wars. Uh, hello, everyone. In the last episodes, we've been talking about uh, meeting uh, new coach Leo, and then we talked about recovery. So today, uh, we decided to finally uh, interview our uh, best coach, uh, Mohamed. Welcome to the show, Mohammed. Thank you. Yes, uh, finally. I'm not sure about the best coach, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you are the best. You no. are the best. We are all the best. So, yeah, finally, Mohammed is here. He has been in, in Dubai for a long time. How many years have you been here? Uh, so, I moved here in 2016 and uh, moved out in 20, late November 2020. Yeah, after the COVID thing, you yeah. went back to Saudi. Mohammed is from, uh, from Saudi Arabia. Yeah and uh, he's basically building BR performance studios in there for the triathlon part and also is involved with the with the Saudi Federation of, uh, of Triathlon. We're going to talk about this later. Tell us about your love for triathlon, Mohammed. Oh wow, so that's uh, quite the question. So it started out uh, in uh, I believe uh, 2013 um, I, I never really was uh, involved in triathlon from a young age. So it was just, uh, um, I, I used to play with a bike. I really didn't know how to swim. I just knew how to float on the water. Uh, but I was always a runner at heart. Um, so a friend of mine mentioned, uh, you know, there's this thing in Dubai, um, you know, it's called a triathlon. And I said, okay. Um, it's like, well, you, you know, you got to swim and then you got to bike and then you got to run. So I said, yeah, bike, run, no problem. Swim, I don't know how to swim. And uh, so I, I got a coach and I started learning how to swim at the age of 38. And, uh, and the rest is history, you know. Yeah, I mean, in truth honesty, seeing you swimming nowadays, you come a long way and, uh, and the swim, even if it's not... Uh, the discipline that you like the most but still yeah you have come a long way you know for, so also this is a message for the beginners if you put the right effort uh, with the right coach you can really develop the skill right well you know i've been through so much in swimming ups and downs and i, I believe that if you have somebody looking at you while you're swimming from time to time um, i think that will um, make your development much faster uh, but if you just, you know, swim the sessions and, you know, you keep doing the same stroke that it might be not that efficient and you keep on doing that over and over again, you just become a bad swimmer with yeah. bad habits. Yeah, complacent um, with some bad habits. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Also, another advice, sometimes athletes are not able to, to get a coach or maybe it's a good habit maybe to video themselves and then uh, we can have a look as well but 
Yeah. This is something that uh, we have been doing a lot, especially with the online coaching. Sometimes you cannot reach the athlete right away, and then that's something that we can do. I want to go back on your background. What yeah. was your sport uh, before? I mean, like you said, in 16 you were cycling and, ra and, uh, and running. Yeah. Uh, what kind of uh, activities were those? So, so generally, uh, because I grew up in Saudi, in Jeddah, um, sport wasn't really... Uh, very popular. I mean, the only popular thing was football. And uh, so, you know, as a kid, you, you, that's all you did. You, you played football all day, night, you know, you went to your friends' houses, you played football and that was it. Um, but our school used to do uh, like 400 meter races, 100 meter races. Um, I used to take part in those, I, you know, um, I, I did very well as a runner. And uh, when I was 15, I moved to the U.S. Uh, I went to boarding school there. Um, I did a lot of track and field. Um, I played a lot of football also for the for the soccer team in the in the school. Uh, we we got to a very good uh, um, place. We played state state against state. Okay, that's good. Um, and uh, but we weren't that good. But uh, yeah, that that was so so that was my progression into into sports. I've uh, I've always loved football. Uh, you know, it was uh, it was really what. Uh, but then, the the more I aged, I realized it's uh, it's not really for me. You know, and I, honestly, I wasn't that good either. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, but at least they built they built a kind of uh, base. You know, yeah. also understanding of uh, you know of the mechanics and uh, yeah. breath. that is gonna <laughs> you know, like. So, yeah. by the, which area were you living in the, in the states? So I, um, I moved to Colorado when I was uh, 14 years old um, in uh, Boulder, Colorado, okay. well, specifically Lafayette, which mm -hmm. is like a little village just outside of Boulder. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, that's, that's so a big community now of triathlon. Eh? Oh you would have known at that time. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's such a beautiful place. Yes. It's uh, really, it's uh, obviously it's a, it's above sea level. So, uh, you know, whenever I went back home and uh, I played any, any sports with anybody, uh, I just used to be just way, way ahead of them, you mm -hmm. know, because of all the altitude, altitude training yeah. that you would do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Boulder is about, I think, uh, I think 1,000 or 2,000 meters, uh, yeah. somewhere in between, uh, above sea level. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But what a brilliant place, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great, like you said, it's a... It's a mecca yeah, of triathletes. Right now. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants, wants to hang around with triathletes is going to go there. I mean, there are some communities here, you know, in Spain and uh, also here in Dubai, but uh, the one in Boulder is huge. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, running uh, and then you started working probably. Yeah, so I went back home. I went back to Saudi. Actually, I, I, went, I went to the UK for university. Um, and uh, unfortunately, I, I didn't do much sport then. Uh, I was just too involved in school and uh, it was just, uh, I kind of left sport. And uh, But uh, but then I, I graduated from university there. I played uh, some football here and there, but it wasn't really that serious. Um, and then I moved back to Saudi, you know, work and everything, family business and uh, built built a business, uh, a woodworking uh, factory, uh, manufactures doors and uh, yeah. you know woodworks in general. Uh, so that you know, and triathlon wasn't even in the radar. You know, it wasn't yeah. Uh, yeah. it wasn't something I, I ever thought about. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, thanks to my friend, uh, 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 he's like, uh, yeah, let's do this triathlon. I was like, you know, well, what is a triathlon? <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> and uh, so, so that was that was really. Uh, it was in Mamzer actually. My first race yes. was in Mamzer. Yes. Mamzer Park is the yeah. <laughs> initiator of everybody here yeah. when you come to Dubai. It's one of the first races that everybody does, uh, probably because it's kind of a family uh, safe place as well. So yeah, it was the same for me when I came back. Yeah. and I did my first triathlon back. It was in Mamza. Yeah. yeah. So it's a really good uh, organized race, and um, uh, that guy uh, from Super Sports, Warren. Yeah. Warren, yeah, he's you know he's just been here. Hey forever. Warren. <laughs> hey Warren. <laughs> he's been here forever, you know, doing these races, and yeah. every race is, it just gets better and better. I just did one just recently in. Uh, just a few weeks ago and uh, you know brilliant just brilliant uh, my first race actually there was uh, um, uh, there, there's so much happened in that race uh, you know so uh, so as I told you I, I learned how to swim and so I started swimming and I ran out of breath and I was during uh, the race yeah it started too, too hard yeah it started too hard and uh, I, I choked so I, I all of a sudden I forgot how to swim Honestly, I, I just didn't know how to, I forgot how to swim. I just couldn't put my arm in front and do a front crawl anymore. Anyway, I managed to finish the swim. I don't know how, but I, I finished. Um, and uh, because I was so, uh, um, uh, so much anxiety and uh, so much happening, I ran to the bike and uh, I got on the bike and uh, I forgot to put my gloves on. So I decided while I was cycling to put my gloves on. Okay. Used them. <laughs> that was a disaster because I fell off the bike while I was riding. Uh, scratched my elbows, my knees, blood everywhere, broke my computer, everything. Do you use yeah. gloves uh, nowadays? No, no, no okay. never. No. Okay, so this is, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is a thing to take yeah. note about. Yeah. Never ride your bike and try to put your gloves on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but I finished the race, you know, I finished the race, you know, bruised, you know, um, excited and yeah. happy. And, uh, and that was, that was really the start. That was the, that was the start. Yeah. yeah. How many races have you done since there? Yeah, can you, can you oh remember that? Yeah. No, too many, man. Yeah. Really too many. I, I, I really can't count. Like, mm -hmm. I think maybe above 20 or 30. Mm -hmm. Something mm -hmm. like that, maybe more than thirty. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And there are periods here in Dubai that we would, everybody is racing every weekend. There is a race, yeah. so you, you cannot uh, you cannot subtract it yourself yeah. from this uh, thing. Okay, good. Let's take thirty seconds break, and then we come back with uh, some more questions from Mohammed. Thirty seconds break. Thirty seconds break to tell you that BR Performance Studios is not your regular membership-based gym. We are a state-of-the-art strength and endurance training center offering private and semi-private training, indoor cycling and bootcamp classes, endurance coaching, health coaching, and nutrition advice. Okay, welcome back to BR Wars. Uh, we just had 30 seconds break. Uh, we've been talking with Coach Mohammed about his, uh, his approach, his background and approach to uh, triathlon and um, 
you know, from from the beginning. Eh? So he has a different background compared to other coaches here in uh, in NBR, uh, but he's uh, so knowledgeable that uh, uh, BR has decided to to use him as as uh, his front tank to go in uh, into Saudi because Mohammed is from Saudi. So what's going on with BR in Saudi right now? Um, so we're trying to build a community uh, of athletes, uh, people to uh, for people athletes to train together. Um, uh, the only issue is that Saudi is quite different. The environment there is quite different to the environment here. So here you have the facilities. Um, you don't have that uh, that religious aspect where men and women. It's okay for men and women to mix in Saudi it's a it's a little bit different it's a little bit uh, uh, th there there are some difficulties there so so building a, and and um, it's tough because triathlon is not that big over there it's it's a very small community there there are people um, and uh, there are athletes and uh, because of the transformation that Saudi is going through, this is really helping um, the, the community grow. And because the government is spending a lot of money um, into sports, they're, they're really supporting uh, the sport. Um, the only thing is maybe it's just taking a little bit more time for them to come up with the facilities. Uh, for example, there are no cycling uh, tracks like here in Dubai, like Al Qudra, like uh, District One. So this is a real, um, a real disappointment uh, there because uh, it's it's difficult to really get people together to train and uh, safely. Uh, at the end of the day, you want people to train together, but you want the safety aspect. Uh, so these are these are the difficulties I'm facing there, um, but we're we're building we're building a, a community there. Um, uh, there are a lot of women who are taking part. Um, uh, most uh, most of the males the male athletes are either cyclists or pure cyclists or pure runners. Uh, only a few that are triathletes. So you've got a lot a lot of cyclists. And uh, so, like maybe you'd have like ten cyclists and two triathletes. Mm. But people are, are learning more about the sport. The the Saudi Federation now is um, providing a lot of races which are free. Uh, to, you 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 don't have to pay to even take part in the race, mm -hmm. uh, which is really you know. Um, and people are asking you know what what is triathlon? So yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's it's I yeah. think. I think it's now it's like a, it's like a baby, you know, yeah. and it's growing. Yeah. It's slowly, slowly growing, and it's a I lot of excitement. We can yeah. see it from the media, from the social media. You know, we, we see these events, and uh, you guys are cheering, and you know, also making fun from each other, <laughs> of each other because the uh, you know, obviously, as you say, some people are not expert in uh, in one or the two disciplines, but uh, mm -hmm. it's really good to see it. I've been in Saudi. Uh, for one year in 2012 and yeah. we were I was only cycling and running at the time mm -hmm. I was swimming in the in the pool yeah. and uh, effectively you know there is there is as you say there is a cultural uh, I wouldn't say a problem but it is a cultural structure there yeah. that 
it needs with time to be overcome or like you know we respectfully yeah yeah so you know if there is this concept of segregation women and men then it's it's a little bit uh, uh i just say blending right now yeah it, it takes it's taking time you know and uh, yeah it's not a big deal with that but the other one and I know for sure that you told me that so many times is the infrastructure, especially yeah. the cycling, because you had an accident, right? And, uh, yeah, and a very unfortunate accident. Yeah. 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 So, you know, also on the on the it's culture, you know, men and women, but it's also culture for the people that are looking around and people training on the on the roads, and yeah. uh, and that one is gonna is gonna take some times to build this kind of uh, respect, but yeah. also the government to, you know, to, to, to put in place some, some of the limitations or fines for people that are driving reckless or, yeah. you know, this kind of stuff. It's taking time. And, um, I'm, I'm, but I'm pretty confident. So what, what is the community there that you have? Is that only local people or, uh, or you have expats training with BR? In, yeah, uh, in so, so there, uh, by the yeah. way, you are in Jeddah, so yeah, I am in Jeddah. So, so there are big. There is a bigger community in Riyadh. Um, there are more expats in Riyadh because of the job opportunities. Um, Riyadh has uh, more, uh, more jobs, and uh, it's it's a bigger city, um, and uh, the Crown Prince wants it to be, uh, you know, the largest city and the strongest city in the Middle East. So there's a you know there's a lot of investment there. Uh, Jeddah, it's uh, th there are very little. There are expats, but not as much as Riyadh. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, but but mainly the um, the athletes that are with BR that are in Jeddah are mainly locals. Mm -hmm. That's that's really good. That's really good because uh, if you start from the <laughs> from the people of the of the country, then more people will come for sure. Yeah, 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 and I saw that you know I I saw that happening and uh, and and I think it's just you know with time with uh, with the government uh, you know investing in the infrastructure of uh, cycling uh, lanes. So in Riyadh they're doing uh, a massive project. It's called uh, King Salman's Parks. Um, this project is supposed to finish in twenty twenty five. They've got the Formula One track in Jeddah, mm -hmm. which I believe. Once the Formula One is finished, they're gonna use it for cyclists. I hope. I really hope. So if there's anybody listening, uh, yes, you know, from Formula One or from the Saudi, uh, you know, Federation, please, uh, yes. yeah, let us use the track. That's um, good. That's good. Yeah, we've been using here for a while. Now it's been uh, shut for a while for cycling, probably for COVID restrictions and works. Yeah. But uh, the one in uh, in Abu Dhabi has been used, and it's, that's a, that's oh, yeah. a great training there because oh. you can. Bike and run, and uh, it's not a big deal. So Absolutely, you're in a safe environment. Uh, that's really good. Um, another activity that you've been following, and you were last week in uh, last weekend in in Qatar, in Doha. What yes. was the, what was going on there? Uh, that was the ITU uh, Asian Cup. So um, it's it was for elite athletes. Um, uh, like so, so the the race that the Saudi Federation took part in was on Friday, which is the elite. And then you had Saturday, which is the age group. Um, so the, the whole purpose of this, uh, um, of us taking part in that race is just to, is just to look at uh, the other athletes um, and, and just to, you know, feel our way in and, and see how, how um, other uh, nations are um, training and how well they're doing and just to see 
where how much is the gap between us and them obviously there's a massive gap um, you know the, the federation is is very new it's only six months old um, uh, and uh, these other countries like Japan uh, Great Britain uh, Taiwan uh, Spain you know the, these are just a few countries there, there are more countries yeah, Slovakia sure. Sure. Uh, Czech Republic so all these countries Morocco the, that's the guy who won mm. uh, one okay. guy from Morocco um, but uh, the level is is really really high yeah. it's um, it's another level um, Qatar also uh, their athletes uh, took part uh, one guy from Bahrain also took part yeah Bahrain has been on triathlon for a long time oh, yeah. Now, eh? yeah the crown prince has been sponsoring this for 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 quite a while so yeah it's pretty big and uh, what do you think I mean like what was your role there as federation or so the... I, I recent so the federation uh, is headed by uh, Ali Makbul uh, who approached me about uh, a month ago asked me if I can coach the, the Saudi Triathlon Federation team and uh, I accepted and uh, so I was there on Friday I signed the contract with them um, and um, yeah so that's my role is to coach yeah. uh, to, and to actually my, my, my main role is to find athletes that can uh, hopefully you know compete at a, at a high level. Uh, or at least um, bring them up to to a certain level that they can compete. Um, that's that's really my role. Yeah. We, we have athletes now; they're really good athletes. They're you know um, keen. Yeah. yeah, but but I think you know that the age plays a huge part. You know, when you're up against an 18 year old who's mm -hmm. been you know swimming all his life, yeah. you know, cycling all his life, you know, since he was like 12. You know, you cannot compete against that with a 35-year-old or a 30-year-old who, you know, knows how to, is a good cyclist, strong cyclist, strong runner, but not a good swimmer. Mm -hmm. You know, you just can't compete. Yeah. You, you have to get out of the water with the... With the bunch. With yeah. a big, with, you know, with a fast group. Yeah, especially you know? if drafting race, uh, you must be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and our guys, you know, they're, you know, God bless them, you know, they, they, they're hard workers, but... It's it's just not good enough, and you know you you need younger guys. You know you need uh, you need to bring up these guys from 11, 12 years old, and bring them up through the ranks slowly, slowly. You know, um, so that's really yeah, my role. Yeah. It's tough to take a choice. Uh, you know, grab the choice and you start with the young. You know, and for for many years you need to be on the side because yeah. the young they're not they're gonna be ready in the future for this kind of races so but it's good that you have already people that are participating you know and showing uh, that the federation is there that triathlon is there because Absolutely. They, they're gonna inspire the other guys well, you know and the, that's, the age groupers so. that's exactly right uh, coach Tommaso uh, it's uh, it's these guys that uh, you know these older guys are the ones that are gonna inspire these younger kids um, it's important to have them there yeah. It's it's really important, you know. The, these kids, they they'll look up to them, and uh, and they, they they'll know that you know I need to reach, you know, that kind of standard or that kind of speed or for me to be able to at least compete. You know, when they have these guys and they train with them or we go on uh, you know training camps, 
you know this is this is the time when you know that experience from these these uh, these guys these athletes can really help these younger guys yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm pretty sure that with your help they will get to a point that some some stars will shine uh, also from uh, i really from hope so yeah, yeah. Uh, you know but uh uh, BR also plays a huge role in that, you know, uh, I'm, I'm grateful to BR, you know, uh, Coach Joao, uh, you, Coach yeah. Tommaso, Malina, you know, Leo, um, uh, Alicio, you know. And Abdallah, of course. Abdallah, yeah, uh, all these guys, you know, they're, they're the backbone, you know, they're, they're my wall, you know, they're the people that, uh, you know, will help me, uh, you know, get this, uh, especially in the camps, you know, yeah. I, I can't do it by myself, you know, yeah. it's just not possible. And uh, I think with the experience that we have here at BR, we can really take the Federation, you know, to another level. Yeah, good. That's great. Okay, let's take 30 seconds break and then we come back. Hello guys, you can listen to our podcast on different platforms, Spotify, Apple, Anchor. Like us, listen to us and let us know what you think. Beer Wars, we are back with Beer Wars and uh, we chat a little bit with Coach Mohammed, gave us an insight on what's going on in Jeddah, in Saudi and in Jeddah, so he's the head, the head coach of uh, the Saudi Triathlon Federation, and is uh, and is also the the head coach of BR Performance Studios Triathlon in in, in Jeddah. Um, what is your strategies with the, because you, you said you have a lot of uh, beginners, people that didn't yeah. know you know how to swim or how to cycle or how to ride. So you you're fa facing some some really good challenges there, because if people they they have a little bit of rudiments of anything then it's easy to coach but if they don't at all so what is the the strategy they adopt especially with these beginners where they when they don't have you know some kind of uh, skills at all yeah so i've had the opportunity to to work with some of these athletes um and um and honestly they they uh, I, I can see some of them really want to learn and others are kind of you know, um, they, they want to, but they don't want it as bad as others. So you have athletes that are really uh, excited and motivated, and you have athletes that are just a little bit laid back and uh, they need a push. Mm. So um, I try my best to to help them understand the sport. Uh, I, ha I try to help them find the right equipment um, because that's also a little bit tough. Uh, in Saudi, you know, mm, like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, for example, you know, power meters, bikes, you know, yeah, spare parts in general, yeah, yeah. I mean, we only have, for example, Trek, uh, that's the only, you know, uh, bike brand mm. we have mm -hmm. in Saudi. Mm -hmm. I, I've been told that Wolfies and uh, Cycle Hub are coming to Saudi, okay. uh, which is great. So we can have at least some more variety, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, mainly I, so I help these athletes uh, slowly, slowly uh, build their base. And um, what I what I really want to see from these athletes is consistency. Um, whenever I see an athlete that is not consistent, I realize that they you know they're they're not really quite there. Um, they don't really want it as they're athletes that are just you know on the ball. You know they 
they don't miss any sessions. They're just there were more. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and these are the athletes that I that I really enjoy working with. The ones that are, you know, they miss something there, they miss something here, you know, they do something there. Um, these athletes, you know, you just gotta kind of hold their hand and just, you know, take them through the steps one by one and and try to motivate them as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a valid point. We had a podcast, remember, at the beginning, season one of Chat Be We Be Our Coaches. We were talking about. Uh, training and exercising and especially mm. for beginners yeah. exercising is already enough but yeah. we know that to get the results you need to train what is training you know getting something structured yeah. you know, getting an objective getting something structured exercising is just just showing but uh, showing up at the workout but with the kind of mentality it's uh, yeah. also that one it's cultural right because if people have been living in, uh, in this kind of limbo, like sport limbo, where they didn't uh, they didn't do it like this. It's mm-hmm. it's completely new. So it, also on that one, I think uh, it's gonna take time. Um, yeah, but if you don't mind me saying just real quickly, I I, I think when when you put uh, a, a goal for them, like a race, I think that kind of you know uh, just you know scares them a little bit and. Uh, you know, puts enough anxiety into the training for them to Spice, actually, huh? yeah, mm-hmm. just to kind of be like, you know, they're, they're on their guard a little bit. Okay, I shouldn't probably miss that session if I want to do well on okay. the race. Okay, that's good. Um, and so I, I try with any athlete, uh, with any beginner athlete is to really have a race, uh, you know, planned, even if it's in, within a month yeah. or two mm-hmm. months just something really simple you know it could be a 5k run or a 10k run or maybe a super sprint you know something very simple but just for them to work towards that but without any goal i feel that you know it's difficult to really motivate yeah, athletes yeah, yeah, yeah. now races are happening oh yeah yes yeah, a couple of weeks yeah. ago there was uh, iron man egypt where, yeah. where we had a big participation of oh my God, uh, yeah. br and yeah. a lot of guys from your uh, from your side. Yeah. So I had six athletes taking part. Um, uh, it was a very difficult race, yeah. you know, yeah. to say the least. I you didn't know, the, expect that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the bike course was was windy. I think the wind was like uh, twenty nine kilometers an hour. Headwind yeah. going down. Yeah. And then, yeah. So so I, I tried the bike course a day before, and I was going downhill, and I was putting maybe 260 watts and there was headwind and I was going downhill and I was going 21 kilometers an hour. Yeah. So you can imagine like how yeah. tough that yeah. is for, for, for an athlete who is not really, you know, has been training for eight months or six months, yeah. you know. A lot indoor maybe, so yeah. you, you are exposed to the weather like yeah. this, it's a, it's a big, uh, big challenge. Yeah, it was a big uh, challenge, uh, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I underestimated a lot with, with my athletes saying, oh, you're going to be good with the bike. And yeah. then, in fact, yeah. it was a, was a slower uh, bike leg. Oh. But, but it was successful for BR, you know, we had uh, many athletes and uh, I think we had the top uh, Saudi guy and the, yeah. the top ladies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, that was, uh, yeah. It was a really brilliant story, uh, Abdullah and, uh, and his mother. Um, yeah. uh, his mother um, won her, uh, I think she came third in her age group and uh, Abdullah did, I think, uh, sixth or, or fifth. Yeah. something like that and uh, it trickled down to him the, the coin 
and yeah. so they both now uh, you know qualified uh, which is uh, really uh, like yeah. a, what a great story you know yeah. a mother and her son you know yeah going we'll to have the chance other. to ask him and uh, yeah <laughs> in the next podcast for sure yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah it was very very effective very successful i just want to also mention that um, the six athletes four of them uh, actually made it before the cutoff time mm-hmm. and by the way all these athletes are beginners they they had no prior you know they, they weren't really like uh, you know cyclists or runners or swimmers okay. you know they they had no you know no sporting background and uh, two of the girls that actually uh, didn't finish on the cutoff time one of them finished in uh, nine hours and the other one finished in 10 hours but she still finished the race without yeah. you know without the you know the people on the line or anything yeah, she yeah. she said i'm gonna finish yeah. you know yeah. i don't care if there's nobody there to uh, uh you know to give she her a medal really but she's but yeah, she yeah. finished yeah. you know and uh, this girl one of the girls you know she's uh, she's like a full-time uh, uh, she has a full-time job very stressful job you know from uh, you know nine to six in the evening you know and uh, she was I, I don't know how she did it you know i'm um, pretty sure she gonna register for the next one <laughs> i hope so <laughs> yeah. i hope so yeah yeah yeah. when you when you just go beyond the cut of yeah. time then uh, it's gonna stay here in your in your brain yeah yeah good good um let's take a 30 seconds break and then uh, we come back for the last uh, bit 30 seconds break This spoke coach is always going to provide you free tips and also good information on our Instagram and our website. Follow us, guys. Cool. And we're back with uh, BR Wars. Uh, we got to know all the coaches now of BR Triathlon. So Coach Mohamed is, uh, is with us today. He gave us an insight on what's happening in uh, in Saudi, specifically in uh, Jeddah. What's what is the what the Saudi Triathlon Federation is doing and what where they are going with their ambition to be present in the triathlon, uh, you know, showcase. Yeah. And uh, and he told us also a little bit of stories about the athletes that he has with BR in uh, in Jeddah. Um, what what is your speech to a triathlete? What, beginner athlete comes to you as like uh, i want to do triathlon what is your speech oh um so uh i asked them first of all what's the reason what's the reason for them why they want to do this and i explained to them that it's uh you know it's tough it's hard you need to be consistent it will change your life um uh, you'll feel much better about yourself you will uh, you'll have a better uh you'll be much more disciplined in your life and this could carry on to other parts of your life. Um, uh, you'll, feel, uh, you'll feel better. Um, uh, you'll have uh, better relationships with people around you. Um, um, so that, that's what really I tell them, you know, I, I tell them that, you know, get ready, your life is gonna change. Um, uh, and this is another job. You know, if they have a job, I'll tell them, this is your second job for sure. You, you, you cannot, uh, you, you have to consider that, uh, you know, um, triathlon is, uh, is something that will take a big part of your life. Mm-hmm. Life journey. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you have to define your coaching uh, style, 
to somebody say, oh, Coach Mohammed, there's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What would you say? Um, I, I would say that, you know, I'm not the same with every athlete. Uh, I think every athlete has his own uh, um, challenges, um, and I adapt to that particular athlete. Um, some athletes are more demanding than others. Um, and I think, you know, you, you want to, you know, you've you got to find the key. you got to find the key for every person. Every person has a key. And if you're able to find that just by, you know, I, I think the most important thing is to listen very well. Mm. And really listen, not, not just, you know, send information, send, send, send. You, you really got to be able to receive mm -hmm. and and really understand where this person is coming from. Um, and so th there isn't uh, one particular style, I would say. I, I think it just depends on the athlete. Um, I listen to them um, and I, I try to help them uh, in the best way I can. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds, sounds like a good plan. Okay, Mohammed. Thank you very much for your uh, time and uh, in this episode. As we said, you are very knowledgeable. You are the point of reference for the Saudi Federation BR in uh, Saudi. Also, point of reference for us that we are here thank in you. Dubai or wherever we are in the world. And uh, we're looking forward to hear from you in the future and see what's going on uh, with your projects. Okay. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much, guys. So. If you want to send an email to uh, Coach Mohammed, we have the links in the, in the bio and then you have links down here, okay? You're going to find all the links about our uh, pages, Instagram accounts and, uh, and everything if you have any questions. Take care.